0: Download TE1 today, wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, welcome back to the boys 161st Street. This is episode 72. Obviously, we're not very happy about that outcome, but you know what? And I'll get right into it right now because we got a bunch of DMs about, you know, the Bauer situation, uh, the starting pitching for the future, next season, everything like that. I need everybody to just pump the brakes because the season is not over and... To start thinking about next year already is beyond me. And I don't want to hear that whatsoever. And the more people DM us about that, I just don't want to see you at the parade. Because we're gonna make our own parade. (laughs) Like we said, open up the apartment. When the Yankees do inevitably win the World Series, because I'm not down. I'm not I'm not out. I'm down, but I'm not out. The fat lady didn't sing yet, did Damon, did she?
1: Not even a little bit.
0: Not even a little bit. So the fact that some of you are already thinking about that, yes, we're not in a, an ideal situation, yes, after game one when we won game one in in the fashion that we did, did we think that this would happen? Not really, but you know we're here. all we have to do there's two more games win tomorrow. They don't have any of their three fantastic starting pitching pitchers going tomorrow. I'm not exactly sure who it is. Is it Yarborough that they have going tomorrow?
1: Probably gonna be Yarborough, yeah.
0: One would assume it's Yarborough tomorrow. We have Montgomery, obviously, also reason for concern. Not really what you want, but you know what? This team can score runs. They can score runs in a hurry. They've obviously stalled a little bit in the last two games. John Carlos Stanton is providing the only offense, so it seems. But this team has shown that they can flip the switch, switch the flip, whatever you want to call it, at just at at, at the drop of a hat. So. To write this team off already after two losses, to me, is just asinine. I, I, I really am upset. I'm I'm obviously not happy with the way it's going, and I'm trying to like be optimistic about everything. Obviously, we're going to break down the negatives and the positives in this entire episode, but to, to look into next year already and the astounding number of DMs that we got about next year just really blows me away.
1: Yeah, it's not a good sign. I think that not a good sign for people who are doubting it already i i, I think that the same same type of people that when we start losing a couple games in a row we automatically just panicked and said oh fuck this season let's just let's forget about it and then we won 10 to run everyone's like oh let's go back to winning again we're all happy like it's part of baseball and i'm not you know pointing anybody out right now i'm just saying that I'm guilty to it as well. Of you know, obviously you're more vo- motivated. You're more into the games when we're winning. That's with any team. So anything you really see. So I get it for sure. But the playoffs are different. The playoffs are a time where things happen. And listen, we got we got one more game left to to win or go home, and that's 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 going to fire people up. And that that elimination game is totally different than any other game we've ever played before and it's not over if we win that game we're coming right back with our ace in the mound it is so far from being over and it's just one game it's really just one game and you gotta take it you gotta take it one game at a time one game at a time
0: yeah and you know that's obviously how the rays have treated it we kind of got ahead of ourselves we didn't even play the intro song yet so why don't we do that let's get into it let's talk some yaks All right, before we get into any of the big topics, I just wanted to let you guys know that we have a new sponsor. This episode is brought to you by none other than Manscaped. I'm sure you guys have seen the ads. Damon. I mean, we're both guys, right?
1: Last time I checked. Last time I checked.
0: Sorry if you're a woman, but I'm going to about to talk a little bit about, you know, our manhood, the nuts. So, wouldn't Manscaped has they just they just have this redesigned electric trimmer, the perfectly engineered New and improved lawnmower 3.0. It's a third generation trimmer, features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. Damon, do you like
1: nicking your nuts? It's not fun. I'll tell you it's not fun.
0: It's not fun. And when I tell you this thing is premium, they actually just sent it to us. They sent five we have five hosts and they were generous enough to send us all. A pair, so we can check it out ourselves. And when I say this is premium, this is actually premium. The battery lasts up to 90 minutes, so you can obviously take a shave longer. It's waterproof, so you can groom in the shower. I mean, I didn't know I needed that, but you know, now <laughs> now I do. So there's the possibilities are endless. And I mean, just I mean, waterproof. Come on. So what they're offering is 20% off your purchase. Free shipping with the code 161 at manscaped.com. That's manscaped.com, N-A-N, M-A-N, I'm not going to spell it for you, but that's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use promo code 161. Your balls will thank you. So one big storyline that I noticed before this game even started, this day started off with Gary Sanchez officially, in my mind and a lot of people's minds, losing the starting job. And I think obviously I think we, we this was coming, and it kind of indirectly already happened, you know it was all but said it was and he obviously still hasn't said Gary lost his starting job Boone this is, but he, he
1: did everything but say it. and I mean, this was the first game that that Gary Sanchez did not start when Cole was in the pitcher. Yeah, so like the, this- the personal
0: catcher thing is out the window. Obviously, that's happened yeah. before, and we've been talking about it previously on the show. And I know they talked about it on uh, Scott and Andrew talked about it as well on the Bronx Pinstripes show. Um, you know, Higgy's played better, and it, it's not even a, a matter of stats because I can bring up the stats, and I'm sure they're in Higgy's favor. I know they have been in the past. I'm sure. I mean, just from the eye test, it looks like Higgy is just better out there. Obviously, you know the defensive numbers are obviously in Higgy's favor. Higgy's a very good defensive catcher. Even the the unbiased reporters tonight, it's not the local broadcast, and they're talking about how good Higgy's defense is. And you see it, you know it. That, I mean, that ball four call, that was a close one. That's a strike that should have been uh, strike him out, throw him out, which absolutely changes the outcome of this game. Not going to get too into it because the umpire was not terrible tonight. He wasn't. Great because of that one play that that's one that stood out to me. It was definitely not as bad as CB Bu- CB Buckner, whatever. I'm not even gonna say his name right because he doesn't deserve my time. Obviously, as you guys know, we started the petition and you guys killed it on the petition to get CB Buckner out of a job. We got over 600 signatures on that thing in like a couple hours. I just did it as a joke, and we may actually do this thing. So I mean, people are talking about it. I don't know. I just don't understand why they continue to put umpires out there that just can't can't do the thing, but either way, you see plays like that don't even happen with Gary. Gary obviously has a good arm, but half the time he gets behind him, so you know what you're getting out of Higgy defensively, and the offense is way better. Not only, like I said, I just kind of went roundabout way of saying this, but the at-bats just look more comfortable for him. Like, you see that, specifically that last at-bat I'll talk about right now, where Gary... Strikes out at the end of the game at the end of game two. He just looks overpowered. He looks overmatched. He just was behind everything and they weren't even like competitive yeah. swings. He just didn't look good at all. And then you see Higgy come out today and Higgy's he was working counts. He's, like, he gets a dribbler, a single. that I think that was a single. Like, they ruled it an error, but I think it was a single. But even you're anything you're doing out there that's not one, two, three, you're out. Like that is better than what gary's doing and i think well, that's dude, a- that
1: last that last hit that um higashioka had it's a line drive to left center it was just that they had four outfielders and um kilmeyer where i fucking pronounce it <laughs> kilmeyer just um i keep thinking of like you can't um, say his name and i keep saying Kilmonger, killmonger and i keep he's playing like it against us apparently but I'd be like, um, they had the fourth outfielder, he made the play, and if it was a regular fielded outfield, it would have been a base hit to left center. And he just he's seen the ball a lot better, and like I said before, he's just making a lot better comp- contact. He's having better at-bats. Gary Sanchez, to this day, still looks lost at the plate. I've been saying this, we've been saying this for months and months and months. He just looks lost. He has not had any improvement, and Higgy has only shown consistency. And he's there behind the dish. So I am totally fine given we, we we play tomorrow. I hope he's behind the dish. I hope he's playing tomorrow. He better be. I hope he is. And I hope we win tomorrow. And then he's obviously going to play the next game because Garrett Cole's going to pitch in the next game. I hope he's playing the rest of the season, the rest of the postseason. I, I, I do not feel confident in Gary Sanchez right now. And I don't think it's time to continue to give him chances. We have a few games left. It needs to count, and we need to put our best lineup out there. I don't care if it's lefty, righty, switch, ambidextrous. I don't give a shit. Whoever is the best hitter, whoever is the best best fielder, whoever's the best pitcher, put them out there, and let's win a game. I mean,
0: you said it. So one bright spot is Giancarlo Stanton. We talked about some bad. Let's get a a little bit good so we can be happy. Stanton has six home runs, 13 RBIs, and five postseason games. The record all-time is six consecutive games with home runs, and that's Daniel Murphy from 2015. He tied A-Rod and Bernie with the single postseason home runs at six. I mean, hopefully he tied A-Rod and Bernie with the six home runs in a, a single postseason. It is the ALDS. That is game three. Ideally, he's got a he's got a long shot, long ways to go, and I still believe we got this. I mean, the man's on fire, and that is a single you know bright the spot worst? that's been going on in these last
1: two games. But you know what the worst part is though? Is that I've been waiting for I've been waiting for everyone to be healthy and everyone to be able to go in the lineup, everyone to be able to be consistent. And I feel like we're always giving up one, and then the other person gets better, and then the other people suck. That <laughs> We can never get to a level where we're, everyone's hitting. It's like, all right, back to like a month ago, no one was hitting. It was just Luke Voigt. It was a Luke Voigt show. All right. Now, fast forward to um, the next month after that, it's Luke Voigt and it's Clint Frazier. Okay, great. Next month after that, you know, you have fucking dj Mayhu out there just hitting it's the dj Mayhu show and then after that it's just now it's the john carl Stan show we can never get to a place where everyone is consistently hitting and that is the biggest fault i don't care if we have everyone in the lineup if we're not hitting we're not gonna be able to play and that's like the worst part and i just feel like we're always on a constant just like all right, one person's doing well, but then everyone else just kind of sucks. And then it's just vice versa.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, there's no other way of saying it. It's like that picture we posted before. It's just like with the starting pitching. The it's like, what do you – yeah, with the buttons. It's like, what do you got today? You got good starting pitching, but that means you got bad bullpen, and you got a good – you got bad bullpen, and that means you got bad hitting, and you got good hitting, I mean, but you got a bad starting pitching. It's just like – you can never have hit be hitting on all cylinders, and that's I mean, with most teams, you can never be hitting on all cylinders,
1: but I know it's not with most teams, but like it, it's like this team, is to an extent. It's literally one or two players all the time. It's Luke Voigt was the, the star. Then it was Luke Voigt, and then it was Clinton Frazier, and then it was Clinton Frazier and Digital Mayhew, and then it was then it was John Carl It's like it's one guy who's always super hot carrying the team, and the rest of the team is always piggybacking off of that or just shitting the bed. And yeah. that's why we, we need more people to be up to the level. I feel like we're playing a game of whack-a-mole where I hit I hit a mole. It one pops up to the other side. I get that <laughs> one. And it pops up to the other side. It's like I'm always trying to fucking hit the whack-a-mole. And they come up to each different side.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, it's not all on the offense. Yes, the offense has been kind of abysmal. But, obviously, just in the last two games. But, you know, we can't win games when we're giving up 10 runs, 8 runs like every like every night the pitching is just so bad. We just need to find something. We need to find lightning in a bottle and like we've been saying the the, the guys that have been bad have been the ones that we thought were going to be good and the guys that are we thought were bad are doing good. Like I mean Nick Nelson just threw another fucking great frame tonight. And then you got Holder last night and then you got I mean Mike Seth- King
1: Mike King Pitched great today, too.
0: Mike King, too. I mean, we, again, didn't really... I mean, I don't know. I, I, don't, even yeah, know, so I don't even know I'm, what to say about the pitching. This is, there's nothing we can dissect about the pitching. It's just they need to be better. And if they aren't better, then we will not win games. It's simple as that. You cannot... I don't care how good the Yankees' offense is. You cannot win games if you are... it's like almost as if they think they can win, they can do every game as it was a game two in the Cleveland series, a shootout and not every, yeah, you could win games like that because you have a good offense, but not every night. Are you going to be able to answer the the call every single night like that? Like the enemy lead changes there were, that was a fantastic game. Probably the best game I've ever seen. Not, not and it was in the postseason too. So it was even stakes were even higher, but you can't assume. I know this, this offense is so good one through nine. I know this offense is tops in the league in putting up runs and putting up runs in bunches. But no matter what, like that is baseball Susan to a T. I don't care how good you are. You're not going to be able to consistently put up runs like that. You need to pitch. You need to just keep it with – honestly, if if it wasn't like 10 runs a a game, if it was like four or five, which is so doable for a regular team – I know the balls are juiced still, probably. I know the balls are flying out. Everybody wants to hit the long ball. But, you know, I mean, the Rays are middle of the pack offensively. And they're literally ranked 13th overall in run production per game. And we're making them look like they're the goddamn, like, Mariners back in the day. Like, uh, us. We're making them look like us. Not even to compare back to, like, Ken Griffey and them. They look like we should and we look like they should. In the last two games, at least. And it's just not... That's not a winning formula. And the one good thing I will say, again, going forward, I know there's never a good thing when you're down 2-1. But, you know, we've come back from bigger things. People have done it. Crazier shit has happened. But you know what? Again, we have Britain for tomorrow. We have... Debbie tomorrow. I don't know if they want to use him. They, I mean, you got to believe they use Debbie. I mean, I want to be the longer they throw
1: Montgomery for an inning and then oh. push it up and then throw
0: Debbie and then they
1: throw their whole game off.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, that would be a lefty ready thing. So he actually, yeah. you know, I was thinking about this. Obviously, this means nothing, and I don't actually think they should do this. But in reality, the way they should have done that switcheroo thing, what they should have done, because obviously that only works if you have a fucking lights out guy coming out after the first guy, because then you're like, then you're shook. Then you're like, okay, now I got to flip the lineup. Now I got to waste pinch hitters. Now I got to do all this. Obviously, Kevin Cash didn't blink when he did that because, oh, it's Jay Happ. Oh, like, oh, it's like what, that core. I was like, oh, Boone is like thinking into himself. Oh, they're planning for Debbie. They'll never be able to hit 83 <laughs> down the middle when Happ is throwing it. And they did, obviously. But the way they yeah. could have done it, obviously, like I said, I wouldn't do this anyway. But just to do it a little better, I would have done open with like Montgomery or honestly open with Hap maybe. I don't even want Hap in the picture. But open with one of those guys, and then you put in Tanaka. So you open with a lefty, and then you use Tanaka in game two. That's If you're ever going to do that, you do it
1: with a guy who's a good pitcher. That's that's all I'm saying. I don't think we should have done anything like that regardless. Yeah, I know. That's why I prefaced it with that. Regardless of who's pitching. But I mean, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, because again, I know I was shitting on the offense a little bit and I I know it's baseball and, and things happen and people are hot, people are not hot, whatever. I get it. Um, what I'm, the thing is, but the thing is, is that, like you said before, the pitching is is definitely the glaring issue. You know, you look at the last three games, we put up nine runs, five runs and four runs. That's pretty decent to say the least i think that if we had good pitching that is plenty of runs plenty of runs to win a baseball game it's a big if though i know but i'm just saying like four five and nine in a game is that's like that's what you want out of an offense and yeah for a regular i know know we need to kind of you know we're not built that way uh, yeah, I know exactly. It's it's a it's a scale you need to kind of balance it out. You got less pitching, you need more hitting and, and vice versa, but um, I'm just saying that the the fact is is the pitching is a glaring issue. Obviously, we need to hit better, but the pitching is the real thing that's dragging us down.
0: Yeah. I mean, I just I'm just tired of because we've seen this song and dance before. I'm so tired of coming out guns blazing in game one like we did in the alcs last year for example just against the astros come out absolute guns blazing and just kicking ass and taking names looking like we're in the driver's seat and then just just like we flipped the switch into the playoffs coming into this year it can be flipped just as quick in the other direction and that bothers me so much like this happened again. We came out guns blazing. We're like, oh my god, World Series or bust. Obviously, it's still the case. But how can you not ride that momentum? I just don't understand how the switch can be flipped that quickly up and then right back down after coming out hot like that in the second year in a row. I mean, you come out, you have your ace. He's setting the table for you guys. Everybody's hitting. Gio, in the past series, he was... Blowing up against his former team, the Indians, and now Gio is doing nothing. And then you look at guys like Judge, and Judge looks kind of lost. He has two hits on the season. I know he had the R- the sack fly RBI early in this game, which was nice. But even he just he's they swinging at everything. And the, like I said, the only guy who's producing right now is Giancarlo Stanton, and he's doing it in a in a way that is keep like if he wasn't doing this, then we're talking about the season's over because we're putting up no runs. He is solely responsible. Like I said, he has 13 RBIs in five games. I mean, this man is doing everything, and I just don't understand how everybody else can do so little after coming out so hot. Like, you got to ride some sort of momentum to me. Like the big guys who you'd expect to be doing something, Voight is doing not much right now, and just it's it's crazy. Judge is
1: hitting a. a Judge is hitting 107 in the playoffs.
0: The judge is not doing well, and he came out guns blazing too. Like, I mean, do you you come out hot. How do you not ride that? And that's what you need to do. And, I mean, the silver lining to this is, I mean, they can flip the switch down that quick. you you, you got to hope that they can flip it right back, and that's what she – I mean, you, it's win or go home tomorrow, so you got to flip that thing right the fuck back up and turn it on because there's no other option. And I think – one thing that obviously may help us, if you want to think about it this way, is backs are against the wall. So, you know, hopefully, I don't know if Boone is the biggest speech guy, but maybe it's somebody else. Maybe guardy that's his role on this team, or somebody is going to give a speech because it's it's winner go home. And, you know, it's we've been good in situations like that before. Like, you look at the wild cards. We're pretty much undefeated as of recently in wild card games, and at least the, mm-hmm. last, the last three we've had. I mean, we're, we're good in these games which is why I'm very confident that we can win tomorrow. Obviously the circumstances aren't the best but you know Montgomery has been good in some games, some games he doesn't look too good, but some games he's good. And you only need a couple out of Montgomery. I am I'm, I'm looking for four out of him. I want him to do like just keep it like two runs. I want the offense to come out the way they should be playing. He's a lefty so you know Montgomery is it's it's better matchups, if you want to talk lefty-righties, because some of their best hitters, I mean, Rosarena, Rosarena whatever you want to call him, aside, that dude, I mean, cue the random drug test, because that guy is... I know they talked about it before, or during the game, how during quarantine, he, did, he didn't know how to cook anything but chicken and rice, so he did 300 push-ups a day and just did that bulked-up 15 pounds. I don't know, red flag to me. Maybe we should check him out tonight. Slip him a COVID test, but also, like, just, you know, a steroid test in there. He doesn't even know. Obviously, that's not the yeah. case. But the kid, the guy, that guy, I mean, don't pitch to him. Do not pitch to him. Uh, Kevin you know, Cash, you know usually, what his batting
1: average was during his last at bat? Did you see that? Was it like 800? It was 636. Yeah, I I believe it.
0: I, I, I feel like that's low. 636. I feel, like, I feel like it should be higher from what we've been seeing. He's three for four tonight with a walk. I mean, he just looks, he's, his balls are the size of Jupiter right now. He is. He does not get out. He's not get out. And maybe that's, that's the one scary thing. So, what I was trying to get at before is saying that, you know, Montgomery's a lefty. Three of their best hitters are lefties Meadows, Lowe, Lau, whatever you want to call him, and Choi. So, that's favorable. And you only want him to pitch for probably four innings. Then you got Debbie. I, I want Debbie to go for at least two. I think he can go three. Then you still have Britton. You still got Chapman. Chapman hasn't tossed anything this series at all. Has he? No. I don't think he did. I I don't I could be wrong. I really don't think he did, but I mean, he could go two. why is, why aren't the, I mean, green, green through today. He could still go tomorrow. We have, we have a very good setup of arms because we didn't really use anybody today because we were kind of punting again. And, I, I swear to God, if we don't use him tomorrow in a, in a do or die game, then I'm, I've been trying to like stray away from the getting on Boone's case thing because I know the decision for that switcheroo thing was not his decision. It was obviously by management or by yeah. committee, and a lot of people are throwing Boone a lot of shit when he really is just Boone's gonna have a the guinea pig. He's, the, he's guy.
1: He's gonna have a interesting game tomorrow. I think there's a lot of things that. There's a lot of situational baseball and elimination game and do or die. And if he punts this thing or if he does something, if he like treats this like any other game and doesn't win for the game and tries to set yourself up for tomorrow in some weird way, in weird way where he's throwing Luis Sessa instead of Zach Britton in an eighth inning game. Like I'm gonna fucking lose
0: it. I mean, like we said before, just when Sessa's in, I, there's never a good feeling. I, he didn't
1: really pitch that bad today. That, that I that's I, that's uh, like not that's that's more of a blow towards Boone. Not Sessa's I mean, not doing great. Don't get me wrong, but I'm more I'm more so saying like I need I need Boone to manage the game tomorrow. Like he is going, like, like his like, job's on the line. This is the this is the last game you're ever gonna play, which it might be. You need to manage that game as if there's no tomorrow. And you need to win this game, win the game, forget about it, and then plan it for tomorrow. With that being you can't said, try and you can't try to win both games in one in one game.
0: Yeah, I and I don't even want to. T- in in my mind, you cannot think about Game Five whatsoever, whether you're a fan or you're Boone or anybody. And that 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 goes without saying. You can't expect a Game Five when your back's against the wall. And I mean, with that being said, do you? If you're in a spot where, I mean, this is just preposterous at this point, I, and I feel like this would never happen, but you're talking about Garrett Cole in Game Five. If you're in a tight game, do you bring him out for a couple of innings and just say like We need to win this game, no matter what. We'll figure out Game Five after yes. that. Yes, yes, absolutely. Because I, I, yes. I mean, I. Some people may <laughs> say no, and my counter to that is, why the fuck not? Because why not? You, you, you need to win. You can't get to if a game. You don't five. win. You're losing. You can't get to a game five. We'll figure out game five after that. And I'm saying, if it comes to a situation tomorrow, I would not be shocked if Garrett Cole comes in the game because obviously he's he's obviously on short rest, and I'm not expecting him to go seven innings or something like that, which he probably could do because he's a sicko in the brain, just like I am right now because it's 1 a.m. and we're talking about the Yankees. Like I don't know. I'm just saying, mark my words, call me crazy if you want. I think Garrett Cole... May come out of the pen tomorrow if if the situation permits.
1: I don't think and that's crazy. I would, I, would I would be happy. I would be happy. I don't think that's crazy, and I would rather have, <laughs> I'd rather have Garrett Cole come out and then Chapman pitch two innings, and then have Garrett Cole start the next game, and then have Kratz come in and finish it off. <laughs> Kratz isn't on the roster. <laughs> Just say I'm making it hypothetical. I'd rather have someone else come in. Actually, the, wait, is he on the roster? Off.
0: We could throw his knuckleball out there. He might be on the roster, actually. I don't think, I don't he, is, think but he
1: is. I was just making something out. But I, I again, like the whole point of that is you need to win the game tomorrow regardless of what it takes to win the game. I don't care what it is.
0: This is not the time to get cute like we've been doing. It, I mean, don't overmanage. Don't do anything like that. And I mean... Throwing Cole out there is not overmanaging at all. That's undermanaging. It's like, hey, take your best pitcher. It's just caveman like thinking. Where's my best pitcher? Okay. When am I going to throw him? In the most high leverage spot. Playoffs don't matter about selling pitches or anything like that. We've seen it before. I'm saying, like, maybe even, see, maybe even like me. seven, eight, nine Cole. Yeah. I, <laughs> when do you, When's the situation where you want to see Cole come in tomorrow? T- tie game or down one? High, tie game? Plus or minus one run, or tie game. I think Cole comes in if it's around the the six, seven, eight, nine. Range. If we're if we're up,
1: uh, I don't know. It's gonna be tough. I I don't. I just don't see it because Chapman pitched, hasn't pitched yet.
0: Yeah, we still have him. I know. And and I'm saying that this may not happen also because we do have the the, the big guns still ready to go bullpen wise. But I mean, you never know what's gonna happen with Montgomery. You never know if they're gonna even use Devi. So there's a lot of unknowns going into tomorrow. But you know. There are yeah, a lot of there are a lot of options so you could look at it as a glass half full glass half empty situation so there's a flood of unknowns but like you could go a lot of different ways which is also yeah. an advantage to the Yankees because I mean Kevin Cash doesn't really know what's going on and he's a very he's somebody who usually reacts heavily to information when it's given to him so you don't know how to stack your lineup obviously the most likely scenario, we already know that Montgomery is going out there, but the most likely scenario is that pro- I would think that Debbie is going to come out, and then that's a righty coming out after that. And, you know, Cash is probably going to stack the stack the entire lineup with righties. So that helps a lot. Don't pitch to Randy or Rosarena. Just don't do it. I, I honestly don't want to see him see a pitch. I want them to intentionally walk him every time, and I don't think that's crazy. When a guy is batting Barry Bonds' numbers – you walk that motherfucker. There's a reason that Barry Bonds was walked as frequently as he was, and I'm not calling Randy Rosarina Barry Bonds, but I'm, I'm doing everything but saying it because he is looking at this, at this scary. Point.
1: Yeah, I mean Barry Bonds has walked the bases loaded one time, so and I, I may if, do
0: that with Randy Rosarina tomorrow if
1: it happened. If that if that um, means if facing that somebody happens, else, I might do the same. If that means
0: fa- if that means facing like I don't even know who's up after that. Choi. If that means facing I'm, Choi, I'm I'm cool with that. Choi's been good too, and he. Fuck him because he pimped a home run that wasn't a home run in the beginning of the game. And Judge, ah, another good thing. That snow cone grab by Judge was fantastic. Mm. So, not yeah. all bad. Not all bad on this episode. <laughs> but, anyway, I, I just, I, I just, I am still confident. I'm obviously, we're not in a good situation, but I am definitely confident in this team's ability to just turn it on. And I, like I said, the thing that makes me most confident about this team is the, is the, wild cards of, of recent. And those that's all a very similar team. That's the same team that's been out there in the wild cards. That's the same team that showed up in the Indian series. And every game, that, that was a wild card series, but it felt like a wild card every single time because you know how much it, it matters when you lose a game, when you lose any game in that series. They turned it on. And you know what? I really think they'll turn it on tomorrow. And I've been quoted in saying it before to you and Scott on that episode where we were like recapping the series, and I was like, they're going to turn it on. And what do they do? What do they do, Damon? Turn the fuck on. They turned the fuck on. So,
1: to me, I don't think that's crazy. I don't know. I mean, maybe that's fuck, maybe maybe that's my rounding dirt. We can fuck around, put up a nine spot any day. So I, I'm not. I I'm think not worried. I'm never worried going into a game because of what can potentially happen, and especially the fact that again we're not facing their ace. Their bullpen is kind of tired out. Like. We are too, but again, like we we have the bigger names that we pay them for to be able to come up in situations like this. Like we have this lineup for this purpose to be able to perform in these high leverage situations, and I, I'm confident in coming out. That's that's all I'm going to say.
0: Yeah, and we've been nitpicking all of the like the unknowns about today, uh, about tomorrow, or today when you guys are listening to this. But you know. Same goes for them. They're in another game where it's obvious. It's must-win for everybody. It's more must-win for us because our backs are against the wall. But they, I'm assuming here, it's the night before, that it's Yanni Chirinos. And I'm not scared of Yanni Chirinos. Uh, I think that goes both ways. I mean, if you're going to pick a, uh, a bet for tomorrow, I would take the over because there are going to be some runs scored. And I wouldn't expect anything less than a game similar to Game 2 in the Indian Series. It's going to be a shootout gonna be a shootout yeah and i'm not saying that just because we're backs are against the wall we're the only ones that are going to show up tomorrow because they're playing damn good baseball they had like 15 hits tonight or 12 or something in that range i mean they're hitting the ball they're having good at bats but you know i think when push comes to shove this team is gonna come out and be the brick shit house that they can be and i don't know that's just me yeah i mean there's nothing more there's nothing more to say about it it's just they have there's to show not. up. They have to show up tomorrow. The season's on the line. And you know, Garrett Cole may pitch. <laughs> we'll see. Have I, we,
1: um, one no, flo- nothing will surprise me tomorrow. Let's just say that. Yeah.
0: If anything happens, like obviously all of the weird switcheroos and anything like that, I don't think there's anything that can happen tomorrow that is off the table. I think anything yeah. goes I think anything goes tomorrow that that's just that's just how it should be handled, to me.
1: Yeah.
0: All right, to wrap this thing up, why don't we make a little bit of a prediction for Game Four? Who do you think is gonna get it going? Who do you think is gonna light the fire for the Yankees tomorrow? Because we're someone's lighting the fire. Somebody's got to carry this torch, and who's it gonna be, Damon?
1: It's gonna be the guy who we've counted on the whole season, and the guy who's come up with his clutch situations the whole season. I really do think it's going to be Luke Voigt coming up in a big situation tomorrow and following through. Um, he's been he's been kind of putting into these situations these um, last few games, and he's been showing signs of hitting the ball well, but just hasn't been able to capitalize. But I do think Luke Voigt has that, you know, he has that fucking fire in his eyes, and whenever he's up at the, the plate, you see how locked in he is. And that's the kind of locked-in intensity that we need tomorrow. And I just, when I'm looking at the lineup up up and down, I can see it coming from LeMahieu and a couple other people, but Luke Foy, the guy who brought us here to the playoffs, I think he's going to have a big star moment tomorrow. You know, and
0: his at-bats have been looking a little bit bad, but he's one of those guys who, like you said, has carried us to the point we're at now. I think my pick to to spark this thing off is none other than Aaron Judge. DJ has been getting it going. I think that classic one, I think that classic one two punch that we saw in the Indians series of DJ getting on and Judge knocking him in. I think that happens right the fuck away, and I think that's how we start the game and that's how we win the game. So that's how it is yeah. for me. That's all we got. Make sure to give us a rating review on iTunes. Just you're already on the app, so just. <laughs> Give us a little... Before you leave, just go. Before you you're leave, just right now. You know, scroll, scroll down. down. We'll walk
1: you there. i will walk you there. You're on the app so right now. You're on now. the app. Back up. You back put out. The
0: name. You scroll all the way down. You hit the five stars. Call it a day. Don't even write us a review. We don't care. That'd be nice. We, we can read it on the next pod. But make sure yeah. you give us a review. Helps us out so much. Follow us on all social media. Buy Manscaped. It helps us out. We're cool. You're cool.
1: Let's go, Yanks. See you guys tomorrow. All the guys at 161st Street, I just have two words for you. See ya. Fingers out of sight. How could I have let you go? Cutting corners,
0: turning stones,
1: but I can only see your ghost. I just live a fast life, forget about the past. I'm not to escape my feelings. Friendships only pass by, show up on like stroke lights. With you, I feel something real. And
0: now. I-